Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And today we're discussing 1996's Santa with Muscles, directed by John Murlowski and starring Hulk Hogan. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? A better movie. Um, it was, Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I watched um, a, a fantastic movie, actually, that I that I missed from 1947 called Gentleman's Agreement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, directed by Elliot Kazan um, and has Gregory Peck and uh, Dorothy McGuire and um, uh, John Garfield. And and also a nine-year-old Dean Stockwell. Sounds good. It's really... Uh, man, it's... it's Seriously, one of the best movies I've ever seen, and I'm going to watch it again real soon, because I, I just can't believe I always missed out on this. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, excellent what, movie. What kind of film is it? Um, it's about a guy who wants to, who, who who gets hired, a magazine writer who gets hired to do an expose on anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. So he he does like a Hunter S. Thompson type thing, like gonzo journalism, and poses as Jewish in order to like kind of, you know, understand what the, what, what prejudice is. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Gentleman's Agreement, everybody. Mm-hmm. I watched a movie that was long overdue also that was uh, much better okay. than this Hulk Hogan movie. Uh-huh. Easy Rider yes. from 1969. Woo, baby. Yeah. That was quite a movie. That's a great movie. Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, Jack Nicholson. It's about a couple hippies that are riding across the country on their motorcycles just trying to live free, man. Uh-huh. And uh, how they're a danger to society, not only <laughs> to the people, but what normal society at that time was right. and the establishment um and you just kind of go on a, a road trip with these two dudes and see what happens that's right pretty good movie man it's everyone awesome. needs to watch that movie <laughs> just to learn about uh, american cinema history yeah uh, that's it is right. something great mm-hmm. so now let's talk about the second hulk hogan movie we've done on this podcast it's unbelievable santa with muscles yeah Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis the, the title of the movie is almost onomatopoeia i mean like like it explains itself <laughs> it, that, that, that is that is the the plot of this movie is mm-hmm. is that there's a guy who is name checked as Santa with muscles in the local paper. He believes he's Santa Claus after um, it's the old standby of the amnesia plot, right? And this is another Hulk Hogan vanity project, just like No Holds Bar, just like all of his films mm-hmm. in which he's the star. He has to be on top. He has to win every fight. He has to like you know be a true hero, like like a, like a real virtuous guy, right? With no flaws. And even in the in the beginning, it uh, well, well, we'll get into it. But but this this is another another movie where Hulk Hogan is just is is being admired for who he is. Yep. And in this movie, he plays Blake something. Blake Thorne. Blake Thorne. Yeah. He's a rich man who lives in a mansion. Who has his servants battle him like an action movie for fun? Yes, has uh, a line of health products like protein shakes and uh-huh. cereals, right? Uh, Wheaties, basically. Yeah, he makes this gruel that's yeah. supposed to give you muscles. Yeah, and uh, so he's obsessed with that. He's self obsessed. He he thinks he's the hottest shit ever. So it's Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a ramped up version of Hulk Hogan, you know, and he gets amnesia. And thinks he's Santa Claus. That's this movie. <laughs> yeah, that is that that that's that's you, you just described the plot better than than I mean in in a couple sentences better than I could. And and it, and it's okay. Like it's a children's movie. Obviously, it is a kids movie. This is made for kids. But but the the, the really crappy part about a bad kids movie is that like adults don't want to sit through it. You know, right? 
because it's a kids movie to start with. But like most of the time, if you take your kids to see Up, you're gonna have a good time. Well, yeah, definitely. You know? Right. Because it's an actual, it's a good film. It's a, it's a well-made piece of cinema. This is a bargain bin, C-grade kids movie, man. I know. And it so, sucks. so kids don't even want to watch it. I could see kids liking this, though, because of how kiddy it is at some times. Like, yeah. I don't know, because there, there's the orphanage and there's kids involved, you know, uh-huh. so the kids can relate. Oh, this guy's saving the day. Yay. And, and he's beating up these weird henchmen who, for some reason, want to kill the orphanage. Yeah, there's that. Which there is I, a reason, but... Yeah. So, ultimately, Santa, with muscles, thinks he's Santa. Don <laughs> Stark, the, <laughs> the the gambling-addicted elf, oh, helps man. him out. Who does he play in that 70s show? He's, he plays he's Donna's neighbor. dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's great in that show. He is. And... Uh, Mila Kunis also in this movie, by Another the way. Another connection. Another connection there. Holy crap. I know. But he convinces him he is Santa. So this ruse is going on because Don Stark wants to get this money out of him or some shit. Yeah. So then Ed Bagley Jr. is a weird germaphobe scientist guy uh-huh. who wants crystal gems under the orphanage yes. for some reason. <laughs> yes. So these orphanage, this orphanage is threatened. And uh, Hulk Hogan has to save the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, it sucks. I mean, does that sound like that, anything I, you'd want to watch? I it mean, sounds like a kid's movie that kids would like. I I, I don't know. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of when I was a kid. I mean, when, when I was a kid, I, I liked kids' movies, but, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of kids' movies that, that I saw through right away. Do you know if this was a, a made-for-TV movie? I checked into it. I thought it was just a straight-to-video movie, uh-huh. but it actually had a two-week cinematic release. Okay. Which, what's the point? I don't know. I mean, other than just the, you get to say that it was a major motion picture but, and you have that on your resume? I guess. I mean, the mid, mid-90s mid Hulk Hogan, I don't think he was as popular as he used to be. You know, what, was he? Well, you, well, this was right at the start of the NWO. So, well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, guess was, he was, rebranded himself as Hollywood well, Hulk yeah, Hogan then and yeah. became huge again. Right, that's true. I mean, it, it was it was going to take off again at some point, but yeah. Well, Hulkamania never dies, man. No, no Hulkamania runs wild <laughs> on you no matter what year it is. So, And especially if you live in an orphanage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what did you think of all these henchmen? That are like super villains. I know it's a child's movie and it's mm-hmm. made for little kids. It's made for like six month old kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like people who just who literally can't fight back. You yeah. Know, yeah. From from what's on the screen. What these guys are doing in this movie isn't it it's I don't have any acting instincts. Mm-hmm. They they know that they're doing a cartoon performance, but it's mm-hmm. not it's not fun at all. I mean not th- th- there's really. nothing like delightful or charming about anything they're doing. Um, and one of them, of course, is Hulk Hogan's best friend, Ed Leslie, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Brutus Beefcake. Um, he, he Hulk fights him at the end in uh-huh. the church. Is that the guy he uh, kung fu's yes. or whatever? Yeah. Yes, that's mm-hmm. him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always going to be crashing on Hulk Hogan's couch, you know, Hulk, even at age 60. Yeah. Hulk has to stomp on a church pew so that the other end flies up and hits him in the face. Yeah, that's how he defeats yeah. Brutus. He does, he does a crane technique out of Karate Kid, and instead of jumping and kicking him... He stomps his foot onto the pew and goes up and hits him in the face. Yes. It was dumb. Uh-huh. So the the henchman, I guess he's a side henchman, kind of. He's yes. not one of the main three henchmen. Or four henchmen? I, yeah, I the, yeah, I, I, right. are there three main guys? Here's the structure of Ed Bagley Jr.'s enterprise. Yes. <laughs> Ed Bagley Jr.'s the head honcho. Uh-huh. 
Then there's some Dr. Frost or some shit. Yeah, the British guy. The British guy. And he, he's like a sleaze bag with long hair. Uh-huh. Who's a doctor. And he has a stethoscope that he uses as nunchucks. Wow. And then um, there's a an archaeologist. Uh-huh. Something's wrong with that guy. Yeah. And then there's the, the guy that has fart gas as a weapon who looks uh-huh. like a chipmunk. Yeah. And then a lady with electrocution hands. Yeah, like Storm is in his arms. Yeah. I'm not sure what, what, what that's supposed to be. Like, there's, there's Storm... Like gas man, and then an archaeologist. I, like I, I don't know. get it. I don't. I don't get what it's trying to. And they're <laughs> What's all his ca- power. Well, why are they all carrying T squares? I don't know, but that was awesome. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, because all, all the all the bad guys are wearing lab coats and I know. holding T squares. <laughs> And it's outside the lab when they attack the orphanage. Like, that's their weapon. I, it I, is. I, I mean, it's... I think Dr. Frost a- attacks some dude, like one of the good guys, and like like Hogan's chef or something, yeah. they're raiding the orphanage. <laughs> right. Like, the chef is helping the raid. Yes. <laughs> like, I think he has the T-square, like, around his neck, like, pulling him around. Yeah, he's like, he's like, like holding him me. prisoner. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, man. And the guy's like, okay, man, I won't move. And he's got a T-square <laughs> in his neck. It's... Stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, I kind of laughed at some parts though. Did you? Like intentionally, okay. like they were trying to make you laugh. Yeah. And I did have a couple laughs. Okay. I can't remember the moments, but I know I did. <laughs> so they were somewhat memorable. I'm pretty sure it was when Hulk Hogan first fights the two mall crooks. Okay. I think he throws one and like the reaction from Don Stark is hilarious. I can't remember. <laughs> okay. I don't know. But yeah, it's not memorable. That's for sure. All right. I had one legitimate laugh. Uh-huh. Um, it's when it's. I think it's around the same time. It's okay. when Don Stark puts Hulk Hogan in the Santa suit and like sets him down in front of the public to like have kids come sit on his lap. Uh-huh. The first kid they put down. There, oh yeah. Hulk Hogan looks at her and goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> I, I his reading was very good, and I I laughed. I I think yep. I chuckled at that. And they're they're kind of staring at each other. Yes. And then they look to the side and look back at each other. Yes. <laughs> yep. And I I would like to talk about Don Stark if, if yes if we yes may. let's do that. I think he's pretty bad in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's going for with this performance. It's so far over the top. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen one quite like it. It's uh, pretty pretty bad. Yeah, I mean he he he's going out of his way to like mug for the camera, and he's. I mean, I can't believe Hulk Hogan wasn't pissed off about Don Stark upstaging him in every scene because this guy is mm-hmm. just like, he he just thinks he's real cute. It's John Marlowski's direction, I bet, saying, hey, so. you got to be over the top. You're a one-track individual, man. You, <laughs> yeah. All you do is want money. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That's... He's like in some dough to Ed Bagley Jr.? Yeah, he, he's he's in debt to, uh, to Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> I don't know what for. I mean, it doesn't. I think Bagley isn't like running any kind of protection racket or like he doesn't have like a, a gambling thing going. And, and for some reason, this, this, this guy, Don Stark, who's... Mm-hmm. Uh, like owes him money. I, I I don't get what that's coming from. Who knows, man? I mean, all the elves are smoking and gambling, so sure. there's something going on there. Right, right. This guy's just a, a con man hustler. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like, okay, they go. Santa gets goes to the orphanage because he sees like a sign save the orphanage. He's like, I gotta go there, man. Yeah. So he goes, and Don Stark's following him around because Don Stark. Wants to get more money out of Hulk Hogan. Yes, because so he knows following him around. Because he knows who who Hulk Hogan is. He he knows who Blake Thorne is. Yeah. When 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 Blake first gets amnesia, it's when he falls down a garbage chute and hits his head on a dumpster. Someone dumps a plastic Santa in a garbage chute and it hits him in the head. Right. And then he falls out of the garbage. Yeah, it's stupid. Clint Howard and some and some deputies. Oh, <laughs> 
we're we're chasing Hulk through the mall because Hulk and his buddies were recklessly playing paintball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, when when he when he they when, were paintballing the cops. They were. They were. Oh, oh the cops are yeah. chasing him. He's like, yeah. oh. We can lose them. <laughs> yeah, rule... Hulk's playing a maniac in this movie. He is. Yeah, in yeah. the first ten minutes, like like it's it's Hulk is is trying to trying as hard as he can to be like a villain. Yep. you know, um, a, a cartoonish villain. Mm-hmm. But when he finally does get you know banged on the head and he's laying there, uh, and Don Stark finds him, Don Stark goes into his pocket and takes his wallet, right. sees that it's Blake Thorne, and he identifies him as quote the richest man in ten states. Yep. <laughs> yep. What does that mean? That means the script isn't written very well. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess not, dude. <laughs> the richest man in ten states. Okay. Oh, shit, man. I, Which states? I don't like, know. In, in a, is this uh, some kind of circumference? Like, what are we talking about here? I, I, I thought maybe I was going to give it to him. If the, if the story takes place in St. Louis, then, <laughs> then our, our state is surrounded by, is borders eight other states. So okay. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe he is the, but that's still a short one. Oh, th- this this has got to be Sacramento or something. It's got to be. What is this? Right. And I mean, there, there, there's there's a lot of states there. there. There's, I mean, you know, this guy's not richer than Liberace. Nah. So, I mean, you know, Nevada borders right there. There's, <laughs> there's no way that Hulk's got that much money. I don't know. Richest man in 10 states. Well, maybe in 96 he was. Who knows? It's possible. (laughs) Uh, Actually, Hulk Hogan might have been one of the richest men in 10 states back in this day. Yes, if it's Terry Hulk Hogan and not not Blake Thorne, yeah, maybe I'll buy it. But yeah, yeah, Don Stark sucks. (laughs) Yes, he does. He's really horrible in this movie. And all he wants is more money. He doesn't want to get caught, figured out that that he's playing Hulk Hogan. Or, sorry, Blake Thorne. Blake Thorne, right. And at the end, of course, you know, Hulk remembers who he is and has a change of heart uh-huh. and has to help the orphans. And then, of course, Don Stark has a change of heart and has to help. It's just pure childish nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stupid. Yeah, it's 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 not good at all. Um, and... Okay, it 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 would be weird to um to like like try to break down any any of the motivations in this plot because we haven't even gotten to the the orphanage itself yet, and which is just a church that is populated yeah. by. I mean, it's definitely the outside of it is just that there's nothing. They don't try to redress it as an orphanage at all. It looks like a church in, in Southern California. I think this is the bell tower from Vertigo. It is. It yeah. total exactly. So mm-hmm. we'll say Northern California. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, um, I mean, yeah. Oh man. Um. <laughs> So Garrett Morris is in there with with another, and then there's this lady, and then there's three kids who I, I guess they're the only ones left in the orphanage because they haven't been picked. They're the leftovers, is right. what that little Opie kid says. Yes, yes, that little this Opie little kid, extra from Roseanne. I know, God, he probably was in a couple of Roseanne. I bet he was because <laughs> I saw this kid nonstop in the '90s. Like I watched him right. grow up. He's one of the kindergartners in Kindergarten Cop. Yes, he is. That's right. Um, and he, I think he says, "Mr. Kimball, are you all right?" At the end, he's walking <laughs> to the stretcher after Arnold gets shot. That's the it's kid. Probably that kid. It is. I think this kid's not terrible. No, he's not. He's okay. He's not terrible. He's okay. Yeah. But but he sucks. He's exactly. a little shitty little kid. I, I know, and I saw him too much. I don't like him anymore. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, and I, I looked him up. He actually is still acting somewhere. Is uh, he? It's, which is fine. Oh, I, I looked him up, too. I didn't look into his career, but Me I either. wanted to see what he looked like. Yeah. He looks like he's been working out a little and has, yeah, a, exactly. has like a, a goatee or something. Yes, he looks like this. He looks like the, he does in this movie, except he's just taller <laughs> and, and more muscular. Maybe Hulk Hogan, like, influenced him. <laughs> To start putting on the weight, you know, yeah, hitting the dude, weights a little right. bit, right in the zone. Um, <laughs> Changed his life. <laughs> yep. Adam Wiley, I think, is his name. Adam Wiley. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, and the other kid, uh, the the other well, the older kid is Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. um, who we know from you know, of course, you know Jack Daniels commercials and um, oh yeah, and all the, and, that's and where that's, she's famous. Yes, from. exactly. <laughs> and um, but uh, <laughs> she is like when, when I saw that it was her, I I can't believe that that like two years later that '70s show came out because she. This looks like it was filmed yeah. maybe five years prior to the, when that show started. Yeah, there's, it did. There's no way this is the same kid. No, she looks younger, definitely. She looks like a baby. But like, when did that 70s show come out? Was it 98? 98? Yeah. She, I mean, she has a young look anyway. Yeah. She looks young. But she looks like 10 years younger in this movie than she does in that 70s show. I know. You know? <laughs> and it's like, how how is this the same kid who like, like so... So like what? Fourteen years later, Black Swan comes out. Yeah, how is that the same person? I, dude, I, I mean, it just, I don't know. She man. looks like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I know, weird. I don't know. It's this <laughs> weird find in this movie. Uh huh. And and don't forget to mention Garrett Morris is in this movie. That's right. He, this is his second time on the show. Yeah. From the stuff he was in. <laughs> He has a much more respectable role in this He's movie. He's way better in this. He's yeah. not just hired to add a little color, quote unquote. Oh, oh God, exactly. Ugh. Yeah, a little, yeah. That that was the way to diversify that cast. Was oh to just God, have Garrett Morris being a clown. That was the what was that? Ten years younger. That was eighty six. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. And this is ninety six. Right. Here he plays the wise old man at the orphanage. Yep. Of course, I think he's just a janitor. So they had to, you know. Make him be the janitor. Was he the janitor? I don't know. I know. I, I think he said like, something. He's like, "Well, she runs it, but I keep it going." Oh, that's something. right. Yeah, I don't he, know. I guess he's yeah. He's the custodian. I, I guess, guess he's yeah. not. Okay. He's probably not. He probably does more than that. But. I, I'm, I hope so because I I've, I hope I didn't miss that. Okay, yeah. good. But he like knows Hulk Hogan from before. He like <laughs> knew. He's hinting like, "Oh, that's not. I know who that is. That's yeah. That's uh." Star- Tony Stark. What's his name? It's, 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 it's Blake Thorne. It's, it's, his name's Blake Thorne, but but Garrett Morris knows him as Blake Tornikowski or something. Okay, yeah. And it turns out Blake Thorne grew up at this orphanage and doesn't remember, I guess. And he was also at the orphanage at the same time as Ed Bagley Jr. That's right. So it's the same <laughs> it's ending as, as Spectre, really. You know, it, it's it's like oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. James Bond is brothers with with you know like Blofeld's kid. Great. Uh, I mean, they grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known you forever, mm-hmm. uh, James. I mean, like that. That's what we're that's what we're doing. I'm here. tired of this. So I know. I'm tired of this plot device. I I, I am too. I it's I can't better, stand Inspector. It. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Not in this shit. I know. <sighs> um. So like Blake is now just like entrenched at the orphanage. Uh, he he's just there in his Santa suit, and he and when he when the when he gets the the title of the movie is Santa with muscles. Right. He becomes that because like when he foils this uh, uh, something the mall other. robbery. Yeah, the mall robbery. Um, the local paper dubs him Santa with muscles, and you know we, right. we, we see a, a newspaper with that headline. And then Mila Kunis tailors his Santa outfit, so it's a tank top, you know, yeah. and he has like a belt on and like a oh, oh, he's the world champ, baby. It's, I mean, and he's, he's wearing red spandex. Did you see yes, that? Yes, he is. They converted his Santa pants into wrestling gear because it's Hulk Hogan. And did I mean, you, dude, he, he can't just be in a Santa suit. And at the beginning, when they're all playing paintball, there's red bandana versus blue bandana. Yes, of course. You gotta have the the Hulksters <laughs> bandanas in the movie, dude. Even when he's wearing the worst wig in straight to video history, you gotta have Ooh. a bandana on. Yeah, the skull. It's getting pretty bad in this I movie, mean, dude. Fuck, dude. It, it, th- there's th- th- that does not look like hair on his head. <laughs> it never did. I mean, God. a fake wig and his own hair. None of it looks like no, real hair. It doesn't. I know. <laughs> it, it all. Uh, yeah. It's God. so stringy and thin. And, and poor and, Hulk, man. I mean, well, 
I, I don't, dude. If you're gonna be bald, be bald. Embrace it, man. I mean, like, just just punt. Stop, stop. I mean, like, and if you want to wear a wig for a movie, <laughs> that, that's punt. That's fine. <laughs> but but make it a decent wig. I mean, like like there, there are good wigs out there. This I don't know what this 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 looks like spray on hair and and it's and it's and it's not even a, it's not even combed properly I mean it's just this weird uh like like dad side part I guess and that's an action hero I guess man. what what the I hell I, I don't like this guy I don't like Hulk Hogan um, anyway but but I you know right in the mo- like he doesn't look as muscly as he used to you don't think I don't know well he's not he, like he looks 80s like he's Hulk. thinning yeah. out you yeah. know like. His neck's a little thinner. Sure. Kinda, I don't know. Uh-huh. He's probably not bulking up like he used to. Yeah. Um. He's still wrestling then, though. So I yeah. Don't know. Well, he 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 wasn't using steroids then because like, like that's Vince, probably what it is. The, yeah. The WWF had already been raided for steroid, you know, and, and yeah. they, I think Vince McMahon had already been on trial. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it had already come out that 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 whole thing happened. Now it doesn't mean he wasn't doing anything, but it, but it. I'm pretty sure he wasn't injecting anymore at that point. Probably not. He's not sticking those needles in his butt. Exactly. Um. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't really have anything to talk about with this movie except. <laughs> oh God! Because there's nothing. There's nothing. I know in this movie know. that's really worthy of talking about. <laughs> I, this was a bad idea. I, I mean, know. It, we it thought, really, oh, this will be fun. Another Hulk Hogan movie. It, exactly. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Um, we we should have just did. A, it's a Wonderful Life. Why did we do Why don't we just come on? My, you know who's really pissed off at me right now is my wife. Oh really? Um, I be- bet because you know, mm-hmm. like like Christmas is her favorite holiday, and, yeah. and she thinks we're just taking a shit on it by doing Santa with muscles, which she's probably right. We were kind of trying to make it a little more fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was a bad idea. Your your wife's right. Yeah, yeah. We, we could have done Miracle we, on Thirty Fourth yeah, Street. Yeah, we could have done on, you know <laughs> like White Christmas. We could have done you know, a whole bunch of stuff. I just watched White Christmas actually. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's better than Santa with muscles. It's way better. Than Santa with muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Everything's better than Santa with Muscles. Actually, <laughs> yes. I don't know. What do you, uh, so, like, how would you compare this to his other films? Like, No Holds Barred, for example. Um, I Which is just as bad of a movie. It is, yeah. I, I, I guess maybe maybe this one is better than No Holds Barred. I think it's better. The criticism I, I'm, I give Hulk Hogan almost always is, is, that, is that he is um, such a guy who has to be right at all times. Yeah. And that movie was him at the peak of that. Oh yeah, his pompousness and yes. is at its pinnacle. Right in this one, he does take some shots at himself, um, like in the beginning, in in the first ten mm-hmm. minutes when he's playing like evil Blake Thorne. Uh huh. It's not funny, and it's also a little bit too little, too late as far as like you know, right? Like that whole thing, but like, there's nothing enjoyable about it. But yet, I kind of liked it more than No Holds Barred. I thought it was better. I thought it was a better made movie. Okay. Like, the story sucks. <laughs> yes. Like the the writing is not. Better no. or worse than No Holds Barred because no. they're both trash. Yeah, right. But as far as like the technical aspects of the film, I think it's better than No Holds Barred. Yeah, it was put together better. Yeah, edited better. It just everything was better about it. Right. But it still doesn't make it good. No, you know? it doesn't. <laughs> and and it, there's not one good performance in the movie either. Not really. A lot of it's people who have done better things and done other things. I mean, like Ed mm-hmm. Begley Jr. I mean, look, he's not my favorite actor. But this is so far beneath him. Yeah. And I, I always ask, you know, what are people doing in these movies? And, and I, I get that everybody has to work and everybody has to make money. And I'm sure it's I'm sure it's it's something when you're a character actor, you, you take what you're offered. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, which is fine. It, it's just 
I, I hope he knew that this wasn't good when he was making it. He, he, he had to know. All of his movies suck. He's gotta, <laughs> he can't be that ignorant, right? You wouldn't think. I, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know. They all suck. I You're talking about Hogan now. Hulk Hogan okay, is yeah, who I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Who are all you? Right. I was referring to Ed Begley Jr. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. He's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Hulk, all of Hulk's movies are like this. I know. They all suck. Now, have you seen Suburban Commando? Yes, I have. Okay, that's terrible. Yeah, it is. That is really, <laughs> really bad. I know. This is better than that movie. Um, Is it better than Three Ninjas on Mega Mountain? I have only seen that once, and I think I was eight, so I, don't, I have <laughs> okay. no fucking clue, dude. All right, dude. I was a little kid ninja myself when that of movie course. came out. Sure, sure. <laughs> but um, I think Three Ninjas Knuckle Up is better than <laughs> High Noon at Mega Mountain. <laughs> Shit, dude. That's the third movie, by the is way. It? Okay, yeah. right. I knew that right. Mega Mountain's the fourth film oh, in the series. Oh man, okay. Just so you know, I I, I was not <laughs> as familiar with the th- with the, the, the Three Ninjas saga as you were. Oh yeah, but, yeah. it's a whole epic trilogy or, <laughs> and beyond. Yes. Um, th- th- there is one other film that he made that is is more adult than this, Assault on Devil's Island Two. Oh, okay. Um. I think it was originally called. Um, oh no, that that was the original title for it. Yeah, you're talking of um, what the hell is that called? It's him and Carl Weathers, Martin Cove, and Shannon Tweed. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, he's a Navy SEAL, right? And, you know, I just had it up the other day looking at it. Okay, it, it had a different title when it went originally. Assault on aired. Devil's Island is a TV movie. Okay, all right. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, he was in Spy Hard. What? Isn't that the Leslie Nielsen yes. movie? He was in Spy Hard, yeah. really. Well, that's not a good movie either. Oh, I'm thinking of The Ultimate Weapon. Oh. He plays Cutter. Um, <laughs> it's rated R. Okay, all right. His name is Hardball Cutter. <laughs> Hardball Cutter? He looks like an ex-Marine type. Oh, I'm wow. sure he has to you know, set the system straight or something. I'm sure there's a chin-ups montage in it. It, Probably. You know, I mean, it, it has to be. He's I holding mean, an assault rifle. Well, of course. And there's I, an exploding army truck beneath him. So it looks... He's never going to go outside. It looks bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be an actor. He wants to be an action star. And he can't act. Which is so strange because why, why, why wouldn't you be able to act if you're a professional wrestler? I don't know. And we even talked about it on the No Holds Barred episode. He is essentially playing Hulk Hogan yes, in that movie. That's right. The, the character in that movie is basically... Hulk Hogan's wrestling persona. Yes. And he can't even get that right. <laughs> you asked if he's that ignorant. He is. He's gotta be. He just is. He, he he's he's like he's good at business and that's it. Because he couldn't wrestle either, for one thing. And that's just a shout out to that's wrestling true. fans. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But whatever his instincts are when he's not cutting a promo with me and Gene Okerland, mm-hmm. nothing. Like like he he has he has no idea how to play anything other than Terry Hulk Hogan, and that's pretty much who he is in this movie. I know, at, at, you know at the and end he can't play Terry Hulk Hogan. <laughs> He's not good at yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. We established <laughs> in a movie he can't do that even. <laughs> Remember at the end of this one when he's after the orphanage is yeah, destroyed. At, well, no, it's it's not after the orphanage is destroyed. It's when it's now in danger. When Ed Bagley tricks the orphanage people uh-huh. into thinking that Blake has deserted them. Right. Um. And now, and Blake is all sad. He's got his memory back. Uh-huh. He's eating that gruel that's like, you know... Well, he's got to get that protein, man. But he's like... The whole point of the scene is he is they're, they're trying to make it look like he's really, you know, kind of like brokenhearted about this situation. Right, the experience has changed his life, and now he's sad because they don't want him anymore. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, because Ed Begley Jr. is faking a phone call. 
All the henchmen have tapped into his phone line, and they know he's going to call the orphanage, so they have pre-recorded dialogue yeah. on uh, Dr. Frost's you know, note-taking device, yeah. and they play it back as if it's a conversation about how they don't want Hulk Hogan to come back. How do you fucking know this is going to play down like this? Like This is the worst the worst thing I've ever seen written. Well, he is it's Blofeld, so, which we established. So, I mean, I guess he, he is just a super villain. Blofeld. And, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's got that going. I mean, he, he, knows, he knows how to... He's a James Bond villain. He is. You know? That's what it is, really. I mean, uh, we have to just take that for granted. There's Odd Job. There's Jaws. <laughs> yes, that's In right. the movie. Yeah. If Richard Keel showed up, that would be a hell of a lot better. I would have loved that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dave Bautista. But, yeah. um, you know... I guess he wasn't even born yet, so who knows? <laughs> Batista had to be born. Yeah, he probably right. was about 30 at the time. He, yeah, yeah, he's getting up there. <laughs> I think he's made a better choice in films Absolutely, than, uh, dude. than this movie. And that's what's so crazy about it, is that the biggest wrestling star there's ever been is Hulk Hogan. I mean, like mm-hmm. we, we talked about it before, how you, you mention his name and people know who he is. Yep. And all he's he, wanted to do is become a movie star, and he can't do it. Right. Hulk Hogan made... The modern wrestler. That's right. Everything is from this guy. Yeah. It's spawned from him. Yeah. The Rock, John Cena, everybody who's huge uh-huh. came from Hulk Hogan. And he sucks. He sucks. He's 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 so god awful. And you just mentioned three guys. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, what he's a good actor. He he's is. he's really he's got a good screen presence. He has instincts. He knows what to do. And he does a lot of kid movies, he right? He does. He does. He can do and he can do I'm sure kids I'm and, sure they're just know. as dumb as this, but they're probably better films than I'm, this. I'm sure and they I'm are. sure he does a way better job of acting in right. them. And I've seen him in his more adult roles and he's very good at yeah. everything. Pain and Gain's an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. And John Cena has made a lot of straight to video stuff mm-hmm. that is still better than Santa with Muscles. I've seen him act uh, in the Marine, and that's not a great movie, but he's yeah, that looked bad. Uh, but he's okay in it. You I know? like John Cena. Yeah, and he was in Trainwreck, the Andy yeah. Schumer film, which uh-huh. I yeah, think I yeah, talked yeah. about on the show once, and that's said right. John Cena was the best part of that movie. Wow, and LeBron James. That's right. Le- that's yeah. right. The two non-actors. Yeah, everyone athletes. else sucked. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and Roddy Piper, of course, was was great in They Live and Andre the Giant. had done some acting too. But like, the, the, what's ironic about all of this is that like this guy, who by the way, just in wrestling terms, had also he might have been a star, but he was also very selfish behind the scenes, uh-huh. yeah. um, which we all know about. That, that that he has not been able to establish himself as an actor throughout all this stuff when he had the most opportunity. Um, and it's because he can't act. Yeah, I just, mean, he just it, can't and, do it. But because of his star power, they give yeah, him roles. Of course. You know? Kids are going to go see these movies. Sure. I want to see the Hulkster do something. Well, s- stick to Monday Night Raw, all I right? Know. That, I know. Dude. Stick to Monday Nitro. Stick to... Yeah. Or, or yeah. let's go back a uh, ways. St- WCW. Stick to superstars, you know? Yeah, superstars. There right. Go. <laughs> Golden Age. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it has to be a vanity project, and he has to be, you know, like top build and get every line and be and be a tough guy. And and that's just, you know... Even in the end, when, when, when he's... After he finishes that gruel and he and he realizes that he has to go and and, and save the orphanage, he even I, I didn't think he was going to kill Ed Bagley Jr. in the crystal room. Um, I didn't think so either. Uh, well, they have a lightsaber duel. They do. Okay, right? under the orphanage is a like a, a hidden chamber of electrically charged crystals. Yeah. So I don't know how that got there. What the fuck? Why there's a vault door? But anyway. <laughs> They go down there. Ed Bagley Jr. wants the crystals for some reason, which I don't think is even explained. 
Do, uh, did you catch that? Well, are they are they valuable? Is I that, guess that what so. They are? I think that's what Mila Kunis says. Okay. Like, these are worth a fortune. That's right, right, right. Because, you know, this 13-year-old girl knows that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they have a lightsaber battle. They each grab a giant long crystal and start lightsabers fighting. Right. That's right. cavern. Oh, man. It sucks. And then, and then they hit another crystal. It's established earlier in the film that they're volatile. Yeah. And um, I guess all the clamoring down there causes them to rupture, and the whole place is going to blow. Yeah. So, of course, someone yells, it's going to blow, and they run out, and then the orphanage collapses in on itself. And that, that's it. That's yeah. That, that is. Oh, the and then they movie. then Hulk and the kids and Garrett Morris stand around and make fun of each supervillain as they're hauled off to jail, yeah. one by one. Right. <laughs> and then they're put into this paddy wagon. <laughs> Um, and then the the when, when the uh, when everybody's done laughing at the villains, the kids say the kids' shoulders droop and music swells. Mm-hmm. Well, but we don't have anywhere else to go. Ugh. And you know, Hulk says, "I think I can think of a place." Mm-hmm. And I, I'll give this movie one thing: I didn't expect them to take over Ed Begley Jr.'s compound. Me neither. I thought they'd go back to the Hulksters' compound. So did I. Uh, I guess that's not giving it too much credit. I to, prematurely you know... wrote my note that they go live with Hulk. Yes. And then I had to backspace that. Uh, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, twist. Right. <laughs> and he's now wearing, like, weird Captain Steubing clothes. You know, like, he's got, like, white pants on and a blue, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't really, it doesn't look right. No, uh, not at all. Does he have a bandana on? He does not. He's wearing that stupid wig. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, Don Stark lives with them, too, because <laughs> this guy apparently... Has nothing going for him. <laughs> he's a middle-aged man know. who has a job as a mall elf, and he's in debt to the mob, or Ed Begley Jr. or whatever the fuck runs this town. I, yeah, it's it's Ed Begley. He's got every racket, you know. I, I, I he he's just a germaphobe who also is a mobster mm-hmm. with an army of four. I don't get it, but you know, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> this was a bad choice. It was a bad this choice. This is a bad choice. Like, like we need to stop this. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I don't know. But the whole point of this show is to appreciate film and talk about film. And we <sighs> keep making the same mistake, thinking we're going to come on here and chuckle about a bad movie and, mm-hmm. you know, like riff on it and everything. It, it sucks. These movies suck. Yeah. And, and, and it's not This has our to wheelhouse. stop, Dave. It does. This has to stop. No more of this crap. Let's nope. stop. Let's stop getting cute with our choices. And and you know, it, look. And if and if listeners request something <laughs> like this, that's fine. We'll do it because you're the listeners. And you you right. You know, we we open that up to you. Yep. But this kind of stuff, it, it won't be our choice from now on. No, we're gonna pick good stuff, or at least stuff you can talk about. Because you can't even talk about this I know. movie. I know. We thought we couldn't talk about the River Wild. <laughs> Shit, man. That's a masterpiece, dude. Uh, Compared yeah. to this garbage. Yeah, it is. Was that 96? No, that was 93? 94. 94, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I know. I know. That, that magical three-year period. Um, and Chuck Zito's in the movie, too, by the way. Who's Chuck Zito? He's uh, he's nobody. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. He's a, he's a very minor actor. Okay. Um, who who just has had an in, an interesting life. Okay. Um, he was like a he was president of the New York Hells Angels. Oh, really? Um, and a champion kickboxer. And then he went to prison for a little while. Okay. Um, and now he acts sporadically in movies like this. The name sounds familiar now that you mention all that stuff. Yeah. The one thing the movie should have done more of at the end when Hulk Hogan has his change of heart and has his chef and butler and whatever the hell come yeah. kung fu with him. Uh-huh. I wanted more action 
from his servants. <laughs> I wanted them to be fighting the other henchmen. That's what I wanted. I wanted yeah, the chef to yeah, go up right. against the, the gas man. You right, know? sure. Something like that. And then he has a nice one-liner how he's cooking with gas or something. Yeah. Come on, man. But no, they have to have Opie Taylor and Mila Kunis I know. put a guy in a freezer. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, there was no reason to establish all this other stuff if you're just not gonna if you're just gonna have the kids do it. I mean, mm-hmm. and there there could have been a lot of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style karate fighting. Yeah, there should have you know, been. If you want to keep it a kids movie, then just mm-hmm. have it do that where there's like no consequences and like you know it, there's like uh, you know little birds going around a guy's right, head yeah. when his when his eyes will roll back. That would fit into this movie. It would. I mean, there's there's already a lot of cartoon noises mm-hmm. and and the music kind of never stops. Um, it's always, you I don't know, remember like... any music. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it was that bad. It's okay, not, yeah. I don't remember. It's not memorable or good music, but it never stops, whatever it was. Okay. Yeah, the background score is just ever present. And it's generic, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. there's nothing remarkable about this. Ugh. I know. I had to watch Easy Rider right after this, Dave. I had dude, to do it. I know. I watched Gentleman's Agreement right after it. Good call. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I Dude, I watched All the President's Men right after that. You know what we should do? Not watch this movie ever again. I agree. I, I and and uh, of course I had to go and buy it. <laughs> like I have for so many times we've done stuff like this. From now on, Dave, you're not gonna buy any of these. I know. Don't do it. I won't. I'm, yeah. Just we'll find another way. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. This time you're buying it. Exactly. And then it'll yes. happen to be something good like my bodyguard. I'll actually own that. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah. no, you can keep with the Hulk Hogan movies and the John Michael <laughs> Thor movies. You can keep buying those. And by the way, folks, he bought this in a four, family four-pack of Christmas <laughs> movies. These are like Z-grade films. Oh, man. These are too bad for Hallmark. Yeah. These suck. <laughs> These suck. Like the elf that didn't believe. Fuck that title <laughs> and fuck that DVD. Dude, I was expecting. I thought one of them was the Christmas shoes. <laughs> I, I, I had I had been, but I was mistaken. The Christmas shoes was a, a Rob Lowe Lifetime movie from like two thousand two. Okay. Um, it's got the worst DVD box cover you've ever seen. I'm telling you, man, it's just Rob Lowe, uh, like in a sweater, looking like Christmas, <laughs> and and not not like not like in a cartoonish way. I mean, right. like like he's he's saving Christmas. I guess is, is what the thing is. And there's crippled children, and, and it's it's the Christmas shoes. And I, I was I was thinking it was part of this pack. It was not, unfortunately. That would have been better. <laughs> Just any Rob Lowe movie yeah. would be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Than than any of these other crap things. His deleted scenes in Austin Powers would be worth <laughs> it. That's better than Santa with God. Muscles. He was amazing though in Austin Powers too. Yes, he was. Oh my God. I mean, as as young Robert Wagner. Yeah. I mean, he's got it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Better movies, dude. Absolutely. I mean, I want to watch Rob Lowe play number two. Uh huh. Um, and and yeah, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry to myself. I'm uh. sorry to Scott. Uh, th- this whole thing of Santa with muscles. This is a new turn. You're witnessing the rebirth of this podcast because it's not going to happen anymore. It's a Christmas miracle. That's right. That's right. We're um. going to be f- like serious. We, we we've been serious about movies our whole lives. It's time to get serious on our show. <laughs> For Christ's sakes, we're men. <laughs> I'm almost forty years old. I, I can't. I can't keep. I can't go on like this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <sighs> Did you want to mention anything else, or should we just end this? <laughs> <laughs> 
We should put a bullet in the back of this episode. I feel like this is the worst episode we've ever I, I, done. I think it might be. Because we don't want to talk about no, this movie. No, I mean, uh, other than just... And th- th- there was... I, I had one other note about... You know what? It's not worth it. It was about the. It was about how bad the extras were. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. Would you recommend it? Oh, God, dude. Here's what everybody <laughs> needs to do. Here's here's three film critics. Um, Roger Ebert, Stanley Coffin, Pauline Kael. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw in Vincent Camby and Andrew Saris in there, too. That's five film critics. There you go. I want you to go online and seek out like their archive, their reviews. Um, find out what movies they liked. Start with those. And, there you go. Um, and watch nothing but those. <laughs> From ever, you know, <laughs> that's how far of a non-recommend this is. Absolutely, okay. yeah, no question, dude. Okay, yeah. So you're saying take Pauline Kael's advice over watching yes. this movie? Yes, I am. Okay, yes. There you go. And and that woman hated Platoon. Yeah. So 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 keep you know just 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 do that instead of this. Sounds good. Um, I wouldn't recommend this at all. No. Uh, watch Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, Jack Nicholson. Watch that. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Stop wasting your life. Hulk Hogan, no more. No, no Hulksters. No way, man. Anywhere. Or or Mila Kunis, watch Black Swan. Yes. Fantastic yes. movie. That's right. Aronofsky, watch any of his films. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. Yes. I, just don't watch this one. No <laughs> right. recommendation here. No. Whew, Christmas time, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I've got the spirit right now. <laughs> I did too. I need I... to drink some spirits oh, now. I'm yes. talking about this shit. Because I almost ruined Christmas. So, like, let's. let's... <laughs> I think that's one of the DVDs you had. I almost ruined Christmas. <laughs> Starring David Miller, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that wraps up the show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcast. Leave a rating, uh, review it, share it with all your friends. That's the best way to get more dudes. To listen to the dudes. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's Christmas time. Spread the cheer. Okay, Maybe have them listen to a, a different episode. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't recommend this one to them. Oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, or you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yes. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and we've got a lot of love recently from uh, from our, our Star Wars episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are seeking that out. So, um, just look for us there. Just search Dudes on Movies. We'll come right up. And we have an email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. And, folks, we mentioned it last time. You got two weeks. Dudes on Demand is coming in January. That's right. Dave, you talked about people giving us recommendations, right? Yeah. Just yeah. on this episode. Please don't recommend shit like this. Yes. But if you do, it's on the list. Maybe we'll get nerds to do something. Who knows? It's but possible. Keep them coming, folks. Keep uh-huh. them coming. So tune in next week to hear a far better film discussed. This is one everyone must see. 1950s Sunset Boulevard, directed by Billy Wilder. Now we're talking. Yeah, dude, starring William Holden and Gloria Swanson. Ooh, man, you ready for your close-up, Dave? Yes, I am, (laughs) All right, That's right. Bring it on, Mr. DeMille. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Bye.